Well, hey, kids, this is The Preacher and the Piano Man, a fun podcast to help kids learn and pray the Bible with their parents. My name's Tyler. I'm the preacher. (laughs) Trevor is not here today. I'm Trevenezer Scrooge. Bad humbug. Oh. Okay. Trevenezer Scrooge? What? Why? What did you do with Trevor? Oh, he was too cheery, so I tied him to a desk chair. I'm not a fan of Christmas. If I were to rank the holidays, I'd put Christmas no higher than number three. I despise that Christmas puts a smile on my face so big that it makes my cheeks hurt. Oh, man, you seem really grumpy, Trevenezer Scrooge. What, what is your holiday number two and one? Tyler, hey Tyler, it's a, this is Trevor here. How am I? How am I doing? Um, I'm trying out for this out, Christmas play, what? and I want to be in the star role. So I'm trying my best Trevenezer Scrooge impression. I mean, I think it's it's pretty. Good. You could lean into the grumpiness maybe a little more. Okay, let me try. Let me try. Oh, Christmas is the worst. Do you know how many calories are in cheese balls and crackers? How many? Way too many. I'm angry at Christmas. Trevenezer Scrooge is my name. Uh, that was actually pretty good, Trevor. I think you have a decent chance of being the standby. Oh, standby. That sounds good. Speaking of good, though, it's time for another episode, and we are continuing on that track. You know how it goes. One week, one episode per week. One episode per week, one week per episode. That's how it rolls around here. And guess what? Correct. On the fourth one, it's not just an auditory form. It's also a visionary form. Sort of. Is that the word you use? I don't, doesn't matter. We're going to do a live episode on the fourth week for Christmas Eve services, and I'm so excited to see our kids' faces just in, in the flesh. That's right, kids. And when you get there, if you get there, if you come to the Christmas Eve services, we are going to invite you on stage, and you're going to help Trevor write the greatest Christmas song ever, 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 ever about the greatest Christmas story ever. Mm, I can't wait. Me neither. But first, today on the podcast, we're going to continue the Christmas story by learning about who got invited to Jesus's birthday party. Because we got donkeys, we got goats, we got cows and angelic hosts. We got about three wizards, maybe a few lizards. It can't get more weird. Oh, wait, now the shepherds are here. Shepherds smell like B.O. And sheep. Sounds great. Let's do it. Hit the theme song, Scrooge. Put down those yummy goldfish. Because guess what? We granted your wish. You get to hear from your bucket list Just the preacher And the piano man Fun and now go hand in hand And this time it will be grand It's the preacher And the piano man Okay kids, well our vocab word today is a name 
and it's the most important name you'll ever learn. Jesus. And kids, can you say Jesus? Can we say Jesus? Are you kidding me? Drop that beat, I bring the heat. Yo, what up? My name is Gus. G-U-H-S-S, I ain't sus. Millennial moms, they too much. I'm 10 and I ride the bus. And this is a rhyme about Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Pay attention to my thesis. Jesus. Yo, he frees us. He sees us. Jesus knows what it's like to be us. Jesus. Black won't let sin defeat us. Jesus. Woo! Won't let death ever beat us. Jesus should have his own brand of sneakers. Jesus, so cool he sweat in a freezer. Jesus, so dude he created pizzas. Jesus, so shrewd he outlusted Caesars. Jesus, so true he will never leave us. Jesus, I spit that fire through your speakers. Jesus, can we say Jesus, please, bruh? Jesus. Okay. Wow. Much better than last episode. Gus, G-U-H-S-S, that was not sus. You're right. Um, after all the musical fails last week, it's just a breath of fresh air. Kids, anybody else have a rap or a song they might want to share that was as good as Gus's? Jesus has the Whoa, okay. We're not doing that. Nope. Just shut it down now, kids. Thanks, but no thanks. All right, moving on. Now, back to the name Jesus. It is our vocab word today. And uh, do you know what Jesus means? The name Jesus literally means God saves or God is salvation. And isn't that cool? Kids, did you know that all of our names have a meaning? And in the Bible, they really thought hard about what they named their kids. So, For example, Abraham and Sarah named their son Isaac because Isaac means giggles, laughter. And they thought it was so hilarious they were having a baby when they were super old. Or Jacob means trickster. Joseph means God increases. Ruth means compassionate friend. Now, kids, pretty cool. Uh, This year for Christmas, we decided to buy Roomba a few upgrades. He's just been so faithfully sweeping the floor for the worship team. So uh, first we got him a flashlight upgrade. Yeah, obviously. And we, of course, we got him a, a little decal for the back that says salt life. It's That's right. Cool. And, and then we got him 20 inch uh, rims and a, a, you know, a, a 50 inch lift. And we also got them this thing called the name translator. Trans, translator? Translucinator. Uh, let me help you with that, tre- Trevor. It's the name Translucinator. Oh, that's what it is. That's yeah. right. And what happens is uh, if you tell Roomba your name, no matter what language it is, no matter how old it is or new it is, he can tell you exactly what your name means. Pretty cool, right? Ooh, let's try it. Yeah, let's give it a try. So how about, how about we start with a good old Jonathan over there? Let's start by asking Roomba, what does Jonathan mean, Roomba? Jonathan is a Bible name. It means God's gift. Oh, man, that's pretty cool. Let me try. I want to enter my wife's name. It's Abigail. Abigail is a Bible name. It means joy of her father. Wow, man, that's amazing. I bet my name's pretty cool too, huh, Roomba? Trevor is not a Bible name. 
It is of Welsh origin. It means large house. <laughs> With lots and lots of room? Big, big yard, maybe? Your name cool. is Your name is a large house. That's not cool at all. Oh, but, yeah, well, what's yours? Well, I bet my name means something awesome. Tell us, Rimba. Tyler is also not a Bible name. It is of French origin. It means one who lays tile. <laughs> gotcha, tile boy. And yeah, it's kind of boring. Ooh, ooh, I, I want to try my turn. What does Gary mean? Gary means spear. <laughs> spear. I like that. <laughs> okay. Gary, back to the shadowy corner. Now, what about you millennial kids? You have some um, interesting names, to say the least. I'm sure your moms and dads were just like the Bible, though, and really super thoughtful about the meaning of your name when they named you. And they didn't just give you a name because it sounded cool to them or something like that. It, your names probably mean something amazing. So let's put a few of your names in the name translucinator. What about, uh, what about Zayden? Zayden means your mom thought it would be cool to get the letter Z and Y in your name. Mm. Okay, um, what about Channing? Channing sounds super cool, but it mainly means your mom has a crush on actor Channing Tatum. Okay, uh, what about this one? Brittany, B-R-Y-T-T-K-N-E-E. Spelling too extra does not compute. All right. What about Katniss? Katniss means your mom was obsessed with Hunger Games. Hermione? Harry Potter. Arwen? Lord of the Rings. What about Elsa? Frozen. Isabella? Twilight. Daenerys, Mother of Dragons. Game of Thrones. Okay, let's reel it in. Look, look, okay, kids. All of you have, have really cool names. It's definitely cooler than the name Large House or... One who lays tile. But I'll say this. The coolest name is Jesus. And Jesus, what does it mean, kids? It means God is salvation. God saves. And we see Jesus live up to his name and all the different people who get invited to his birthday party. Now, Trevor, I got a question for you. Who would you invite to your birthday party? Um, well, you know, after thinking about it for the last three seconds, because you just asked me three seconds ago, I would say my first grade teacher, uh, to really show her I really turned my life around. Wow. That would be special, and I'm sure she would attend because first grade teachers are the salt of the earth. Now, Scary Gary, if I remember correctly, you have a birthday coming up pretty soon. When is your birthday? Oh, well, well yeah. Thanks for remembering, Tyler. Um, my birthday's December 21st, this Thursday. Um, we're going to hold it in a secret, damp cave with dripping sounds that no one knows about. Location TBD. All right, so wait, Gary. Your birthday is the day of the winter solstice, the darkest day of the year? Oh, uh, yep. And I'm going to invite, you know, the typical people who come over and hang out and watch football on Sunday nights with me. I'm going to invite, uh... The Lord of the Beatles, um, the Lord of the Wolf Pack, uh, the Lord of the Great White Sharks, the Lord of the Ringworms, and oh, also my best friend, the Lord of the Farm Raised Tilapia. 
Farm-raised tilapia. That sounds pretty gross. I feel like that's maybe a little too scary. It's just too scary for the kids, Gary. Come on. Now, kids, believe it or not, Scary Gary's birthday party was kind of like Jesus's. Let me explain. You see, on the first Christmas, some believe that Jesus was born in a cave where they kept the animals. And all sorts of strange people started showing up. But the big difference is that at Jesus's birthday party, light shined into the darkness. So the first people who get invited to Jesus' party were shepherds. Stinky, unimportant, not rich, not powerful, not cool, not famous shepherds. We don't even know their names. But God literally sent an army of angels into a random field of sheep out in the country in order to bring the good news to shepherds first. And kids, it probably went something like this. Well, hey, it's, uh, it's me, shepherd number one. I'm out here at, at night and it's a little chilly and, uh, you know, I gotta be honest, guys. Working this night shift is really, really bad. Hey, shepherd number one, this is shepherd number two. And I agree, man, I'm so bored. Nothing cool will happen tonight. I wish I could go back home. Yeah, this is me, shepherd number four. We skipped shepherd number three because he was smelling so bad. I made him go take a bath. And yeah, I agree. I'm tired. It's cold. Everyone else is asleep and we're stuck with these sheep. Greetings, shepherds one, two, and four. I have gospel good news that will bring great joy to all the people. A baby has been born in Bethlehem. He will save the world. Go and see him now. He's wrapped in snuggly clothes and laid in a manger. And now we sing. Gloria, it is Jesus' birthday. Well, hi, this is Shepherd number three, and that was beautiful. And I'm done with my bath. And being asked to go see the Savior is really a badge of honor. And that's right, kids. That was probably word for word exactly how it went. You were probably not. Yeah, or probably not. Now, according to Matthew and Luke, there were other people invited into Jesus' birthday story. There was this old man named Simeon. Uh, You see, when Jesus was eight days old, Mary and Joseph took him to the temple. And this old man filled with the spirit of God saw him and he shouted, finally, I can die in peace because the savior is here. Now, kids, this is really awkward. I mean, imagine a strange old man stalks you at church and comes and takes your baby brother right out of the stroller. And he begins to sing about him. Like, why didn't Mary scream and start hitting this guy with her purse? Well, it's because Simeon was right. And this wasn't just some strange old guy stealing a baby. It was more like in Lion King where Rafiki coronates Simba. The circle of life, pink pajamas, penguins on the bottom. Then there was an old lady invited named Anna. She was a widow who had lived without her husband for 60 years. 
And she came to the temple every single day to pray. And when she saw the baby Jesus, she got all Easter on us. And she started singing about redemption on Christmas. I know my redeemer lives. And the pastor was like, uh, hello, wrong holiday, Anna. But Anna was like, nope. Christmas is as much about freedom as Easter is. Jesus means that God saves us. God redeems us. God is setting us free from our sins. So my chains are gone. And she's right. Now, the last group invited, probably several months later, were these guys called the Magi. Um, We call them wise men, but the word magi actually means something more like the word wizard. No, seriously, when you imagine the manger scene, it's not like Santa, Buddy the Elf, and Frosty showing up. Imagine Darth Vader, Voldemort, and the White Witch of Narnia. The Bible says that God sent a prophecy and then put a star in the sky way out east so that these wizards would know to come and meet Jesus. And we don't know if there were three of them, but what we do know is that they brought some really weird gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Now kids, I have a question for you. What would you bring Jesus for his birthday? Well, I would bring Jesus a whole bag of candy bars. I would buy Jesus a pair of new sandals because he's always wearing them in the pictures I see. I'd bring my drum for him, pa-rum-pa-pam-pam. Well, I would bring Jesus my heart, because I'm the token staff kid who always says the right answer in church. Aw, that's really sweet to say, token staff kid. And kids, that's all Jesus wants. You, your heart. Look at the invite list to his birthday. He invited shepherds and old men and widows and wizards. Kids. This is the cast of the greatest story ever told. God's salvation was born on that first Christmas. It was his name, Jesus. God saves. And all sorts of people were invited. So you better believe that if they were invited to God's salvation party, you're invited. You know, we don't know exactly, but some scholars estimate Jesus was born maybe in September. But we celebrate his birthday in December. And I think the timing is perfect because did you know that December 21st, Scary Gary's birthday this Thursday, it's like, it's the winter solstice, the darkest day of the year where the sun will be out for only nine hours. That happens every Christmas. It gets dark, it gets cold, and it reminds us that even in the darkest and coldest times, the light of the good news of Jesus has come to shine and save us. And on that note, I think it's time for a song. Trev, you think you got another awesome song for us today? Wouldn't you like to know? Okay, 30 seconds. Let me review the kids. Kids, thanks for listening. Your vocab phrase today is Jesus. The name Jesus means God is salvation. God saves. On the first Christmas, salvation was born, literally, because Jesus was born. And you're invited to his birthday party. Your memory verse is Luke chapter two, verse 10. The angels told the shepherds, I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem. Now your prayer assignment today, kids, is simple. I want you to think about someone in your life who needs to know that Jesus invites them to the party. 
Maybe it's someone who is really sad right now or lonely, or maybe it's a family member who's sick or a friend who doesn't even go to church. Right now, brainstorm a creative way that you can make sure they feel the light and love of Jesus this Christmas, and then you and your parents pray for them. Now, last thing, Trevor, what is Christmas riddle number three? Mm, I like this one. What kind of pictures do elves take? What kind of pictures do elves take? And it's Christmas this week, so when you're at one of the Eve services, just find your pastor hidden around campus and tell them the answer. All right, let's hear the song. Christ the 